remembers what happened last time. I didn't even remember what day it was, so don't look at me. Well, all we really did was downtime, and then there was a little bit of, uh, I mean, for me, uh, we sailed, it was a nice event. The, the ship was oddly quiet for some time because two of the worst people in our gang left for Rude. a long time. <laughs> right? I mean, golly, I mean, it was pretty nice, right? Yeah. Didn't you have to hide from pirates? Yeah, but we did. So like, it was, we it didn't have to hide. We just did. It was more efficient. Yeah, that was uh, Golly's to. old crew. Or at least... Uh, the ship that they were on. Yeah, the the ship was called the Hellborn Doubloon. It was flying Golly's old <laughs> Better crew than the, flag. the killer, killer, or whatever the other option was. <laughs> the murderous killers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old ship. So while we were on the ship... Um, Virgil saw uh, an eclipse happening, and after he noticed the eclipse, we showed up in that weird library that there was a version of um, that the Circle of Blue Flame kept, but this was, like, a different one, although we couldn't, like, interact with with it, like, we couldn't read the books or anything. Uh, Iskra and Virgil were both there. And while we were there, we, we went outside, and there was some sort of creature that was in front of the sun. We noticed there... They were like everyone was really scared, and according to the notes, I don't actually remember this. We saw the uh, circle of blue flame led by a young quard that were doing some ritual to try and destroy the creature. Um, then we showed back up on the ship, so we escaped. We had this vision, and we did our downtime. Yep, uh, that's everything that happened last time. Uh... Uh, so y'all were gone from town for, like, a week and a half or so, uh, traveling up and down the coast, uh, and things have changed a little bit, and, uh, during all of your downtime activities, y'all got a little taste about that. Milos, you were, uh, you were doing the, uh, drop-off at Briscoe's for, uh, selling them the, uh, uh, the godstones that y'all have gotten. Uh, that's one of your, uh, like you were talking about earlier, that's uh, one of y'all's pieces of turf, uh, where y'all can uh, sell off the godstones y'all have collected to them. Uh, as you're approaching it, you know, uh, you notice that there is a blue coat wagon parked in front of Briscoe's. They know this ain't a donut shop, right? <laughs> and that would probably give me pause. I probably wouldn't make the drop until the blue coats went away. Yeah. After a few minutes, you're there, and you see uh, a woman come out of Briscoe's. I don't know if Milos would recognize her, but the camera would definitely recognize her as... The camera? Lady Penderlin. God damn it. (laughs) uh, Coming out of Briscoe's, because she was married to the the Lord of the Blue Coats, the Lord of the City Watch. Uh, and yeah, so now she's Lady of the City Watch. As you're watching, you see the door of the carriage open up, uh, like one of the people sitting there uh, opens it up, and there's a brief glimpse of Cliff inside holding a baby in his arms. Uh, and then she gets in the carriage and they ride off. Yeah, when we get inside, I'll ask uh, what was up with uh, the fuzz. To who? Anyone who works there? Pulled over one of the customers, be like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, probably like my contact or someone I know. Yeah, I mean, you do know a guy there. Um, who was it? 
uh, Wayne oh, Havenhorst, your old, uh, war buddy. You can see him. He's there, and, uh, he says, well, uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but if I, uh, had to guess, old Briscoe's just paying protection money to keep the blue coats out of our, uh, business. I, I think mean... Milos is probably sad enough to know that the lady of the blue coats wouldn't come down to pick up protection money from this racket. Not in yeah. person. That's yeah. Weird. Like if if that was the sort of thing <clears throat> happening, she would have, you know, sent, you know, the watchman or whatever. A minion. Plus like we shouldn't need to pay protection because we have someone literally on the inside. Gross. I don't think that's gross. I mean, I haven't been making you guys pay protection money into anyone this whole campaign, so. It's very true. I mean, I think y'all paid uh, the Crows guys, like, (laughs) one time, and then y'all wound up killing them. (laughs) I mean, that's one way of avoiding paying rent. It's one weird trick they don't want you to know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Pay them once, kill them forever. Works on landlords, too. Works best on landlords. And then, hey, guess what? You get their house. <laughs> yeah, right? So this guy lied to me, which is sad, because we know we, ser- we serve together. Uh, you don't have the ability to know whether or not someone's lying to you or not, do you? No. You can make a roll about it. You know what's funny, though? Is, so I had that ability in my other character, and I don't know whether you just never lied to me because you knew I would always know, or I, or I never got to use it. You mentioned you brought it up a few times, but yeah. 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 Yeah, it, yeah. It I never mean, worked like, in my there favor. Would be times when, like, you would know this guy was lying to you, or you would know he was telling you the truth. Yeah, Jeremy volunteered that a few times. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I'll make a roll and try to get this guy to. I'll harken back to my our time in the service using my command and roll the four. Uh, ooh, that's a mixed success. We already know we aren't getting paid for the, or we, we aren't going to uh, make any money off this property deal. So yeah, so this month, this week, so. Yeah, so what do you think the, uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you what you get from this, and you, while I'm telling you, you figure out what you think the mixed part of it is. Uh, Havenhorst here, he tells you, well, you know, like, that's what they said happened. I mean, you do bring up a good point. She was the lady of it, the head of it. And yeah, she probably wouldn't be picking up the money herself. Maybe, maybe her and Briscoe got something on the side. <laughs> maybe there's something going on. I mean, you know, would... maybe... Maybe the DM just wanted a opportunity to showcase uh, an old character. (laughs) Maybe it's thematically appropriate to the gods above. The blue coats haven't stuck their nose in our business here in this corner of the docks yet, so nor will they. Could be, uh, could be. We've got friends in high places more so than we thought. As we look up to the sky, where the shattered remains of the moon still hover. Uh, Do you have anything else that you want from here? Or did you think of what no. the next part of that was? I don't have a good option for that. I mean, maybe it's just, you like, maybe that's just what it is. Like, you didn't get the actual information, yeah. a, a definitive answer of what's going on. It's just, yeah, that's fair. you know, some speculation. Or maybe a sharp-eyed customer looks up, doesn't say anything, but notices him asking about it. Tuck that away for later. Feels like a lot for him makes success. I don't know. Uh, but sure. Uh, when I get back... I'll go to Iskra and Virgil and tell him what happened. He'll be like, you got to talk to your boy if I know what's going on. It's not my boy. He's your boy. Not my boy. He's J-Boy. Capital J. <laughs> I mean, he was barely present whenever we did any of our <laughs> missions. I mean, mostly what he did was just run away every time anything happened. 
Like, I, I know he wasn't, like, com- I mean, I, I heard it wasn't, like, competent in any way, shape, or form, but at least you could, like, find out what he's doing. <laughs> All because he fumbled with his blunderbuss, and the very first action of the very first tie shot himself into the canal. <laughs> fumbled with his blunderbuss Never. sounds like a metaphor. Never looked it down. <laughs> I mean, l- look at his record. You know, most heroic thing he ever did was he ate a bunch of noodles at the Noodle Palace. He showed his quality then. That's true. <laughs> so that's what that's what I'd say. I'd be like, I mean, he's probably got fond memories about the one time he really helped with a mission. That's that's probably why he was hanging out there with his lady love. Good on the good times. Sounds like he was stuck on babysitting duty though. So yeah, I mean, whose kid is that? You think his? Probably. It's his. He's. She was pregnant, and it wasn't old what's faces. Are you guys talking about that? That chap out in the, uh, the buggy? Yeah. Yeah. The chap in the buggy with the baby. Yeah, the chap in the buggy with the baby. You know, I'm pretty like sure a, I uh, saw... Baby. I think it's like a dapper fellow to me. <laughs> <laughs> you think you can you get it out? I mean... <laughs> looks like a strong, brave man to me. Probably needs help. I'm sure he could take care of her. So I remember that you had gone out to go buy some jewels and stuff. I think you had to do that a couple of times. And um, I think on that second trip, it's later on in the week after you get back, someone bumps into you, rather, while you're uh, looking over some jewelry. And you look up, and it's your buddy, Larry, from the Foghounds. Oh, Larry. You remember this guy? Yeah, first of all, I'm going to check my uh, coin purse to make sure it's still attached to my body. Oh, yeah, it's still there. No, he wasn't trying to lift anything from you. Yeah, I remember Larry, my boy. The back What'd from you guard call day. yourself to this guy? <laughs> I don't remember. That's. I don't think Gully remembers either. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I want to know. Okay, you should probably know that because uh, reasons. But I don't think Gully remembers uh, exactly what happened that day. No, I didn't write it down. So we'll just say you called yourself Gully. Yeah, that would be really smart. Well, I'm going to imagine this guy doesn't remember it either. Yeah, he was like, oh, hey, um, um, guy, it's me, Larry. What, you're, uh, we used to work together at the Foghounds. I haven't seen you lately. Larry, yeah, it has been a, it has been a bit too long. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. forgive me, it, like, I've got a terrible head for names. What was your name again? Uh, Virgil. <laughs> Virgil. Oh, man, good to see you, Virgil. Man, it's been too long. We never did get that drink done at the glory hole, did we? Oh, yeah, the glory hole. Man, what even happened that day? I can't even... Man, it's been so long. Man, the let me tell you, dude, you got out at the right moment. The whole Foghound thing, it's been going downhill ever since. Like, like first, all the upper management gets eaten by a fucking Leviathan in the middle of the bay, if you can even believe that. Yeah, the and stock market, am I right? What? Yeah, all getting I mean, eaten. Like, they're, uh... They got stocked by the creature. The economy. <laughs> you know, the stock thing that uh, people say. Uh, yeah, man. It's just, it's not, it's not been the same since you left. Let me just say that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just tough. Anyway, uh, Lair, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, unfortunately, I gotta clock in today, so, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah definitely. Oh, you know... I uh, do a little bit, little of this, little, little bit of this, little bit of that. Um, picking up a picking up a shift or two down at Briscoe's. Uh, maybe I'll 
I'll catch you down there. For sure. We can uh, we can hit the glory hole together. <laughs> you take turns. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Larry, he'll, you know, like, shake your hand, and he walks. And, uh, like, he gets, like, maybe half a block, and you see him being apprehended by bluecoats. Like, they push him over, handcuff him, or? Yeah, no, oh. like, like, they say, Oi, you, and they grab him. Uh, like right there in the street, push him up against the wall and start cuffing him. Cool. I'm gonna turn away, kind of cover my face best I can, and maybe sort of try to work my way backwards without revealing my face to the to, you know the, to them to see if I can hear what they're arresting him for or anything. Why don't you make a die roll for that? That sounds okay. like prowess. That'd maybe be, uh, prowl or hunt. I could go for either of those. Yeah, I'm gonna take a prowl roll because I'm definitely gonna try to finesse my way into the crowd. Um, I'm, I'm, I am afraid that Larry is going to try to call out to me for help or something. I don't want that to happen, uh, or at least no one to actually connect it to me. So. We do that. We're gonna do that. I think I'm pretty confident I can do it, so I'm not gonna bother adding anything with a four and a six. Nice, very nice. So yeah, I've kind of like pulled my coat in front of my face, sort of duck into the crowd to get some cover and get within earshot. There's a little bit of a crowd going, uh, like gathering around it, but you're getting close enough that you're able to hear uh, the guards like reading out the charges as they're hustling them away. Uh, and, um, you, like, hear the murmurs going through the crowd as people pick, other people pick up on this, and the word starts spreading that it seems like the foghounds were involved in a treasonous attack on the train, uh, headed towards, uh... (laughs) Sucks, man. I can't believe they'd do such a thing. Yeah. I know those foghounds are up to no good. Can't trust any of them. Poor old Larry. I'll well, definitely relay that information to the group next we uh, convene. Looks like our ruse worked. For now, at least. Iskra, uh, in your trips throughout Crow's Foot, uh, you notice some new activity happening at the uh, Crow's Nest, or the Moxie Nest, whatever it's called now. You know, uh, The Moxie Hole? Yeah, the, uh. the Moxie Hole. <laughs> God. The Leaning Tower of Moxie. You know, uh, ostensibly, the tower is under Moxie's control, although it's been more or less vacant since the group, you know, went its different ways. Like, every now and again, uh, you know, like, you and Virgil have gone there, maybe, if you think you have. Uh, the I know the Punch Throats hang out there. It's their, kind of their base of operations, but they tend to stay on the outside. They don't really, like, go in inside very much because it's so weird in there and none of the other like gangs have even tried to attempt to take it uh but it does look like uh someone is occupying it now there's a lot more hustle and bustle there i think i probably use it as a secondary storage place Mm -hmm. um it doesn't bother me that it's weird you know as long as i can find my shit i don't care well, I'm going to walk in like I own the place, because I kind of do, and yeah, see I mean, moved in. Yeah, you see Bled and the other punched throats hanging out there at the gate, and they're like, oh, Iskra, it's, it's been a little bit. You've been hanging out all right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've been, you know, doing things, I guess. Yeah. What's going on here? Sophia's back. She, uh, she said that uh, she was going to need the tower for some stuff, so... 
Uh, her and some of her uh, friends from the Cerulean Club have moved in, and they're uh, uh, they're trying to dust the old place out. It seems like. Hmm. Hell yeah! Resurrect that god. I don't think I like that. Not Stingly. least because I've got a lot of teeth jars in here, and if they're clearing it out, they probably don't know what those are for. Well, can I interest you in a new set of hands, gills, ears? More hands to punch people with? More hands to punch people with. Yeah, sign me up. I will do that. All right, we're going to make an appointment to uh, rearrange his anatomy a bit. All right. But yeah, so you know that the circle of blue flame is uh, moving in the crow's foot now. All right. I'm going to go and then get some ingredients and potions and a couple of new teeth and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, no one stops you. Like, they all recognize you. Mostly you're running into, like, day laborers who Mm. are, like, coming in and, like, moving. Like, they're in the process of, like, moving furniture. Whole bookshelves still loaded with books. That's weird. Normally you unload those. Yeah, normally you do, but for some reason these are being moved completely whole. Okay. Do I see Sophia? Is she here? You could make a roll for it. I have to roll to see if I see someone, Jeremy. What am I rolling? When they're as fabulous and skilled as Sophia, yeah. I would argue that as fabulous as she is, like, so she'd be if, more visible. If you are trying to keep your eye open for her, you will not see her. If you want to find her, it's going to take a roll. I, I could do either like hunt or prowl. Not very good at either of those. Can I tinker with something or wreck it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you can explain to me how you're doing those things, you can. Yeah, I've got nothing. All right, I'm going to prowl, I guess. Uh, that's a three. All right. So you're not able to find her because you wind up getting lost in the tower for a little while. You're able to make it back out eventually, but you lost a couple of hours in there. The reason why you're able to make it out is because you eventually find yourself in the room of the tower. The last time you were there was when Huard and some of the Emperor's Breakers and some of the Crows were all fighting Mm -hmm. uh, because Huard was trying to get that huge chunk of Godstone out of this room. Right. If you remember, there's like these like... Corpses? uh, Yeah, there's like these like glass coffins on the ceiling with corpses on the inside of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a big hole in the wall where the Godstone was at. Right. And that's why you're able to find yourself back out because you remember, oh, hey, I had done the like invisible like glow-in-the-dark paint uh to like that's how we were tracking so that the red sashes could run the guys out of here Mm -hmm. and you're able to use that to get yourself out i also come here to nap sometimes it's a very calming room since you're here you can make a roll for me just to see if you notice something just a, a survey i have nothing in survey jeremy well, I'll give you a bonus die since oh, <laughs> I rolled, oh, you rolled solid threes. threes. Okay, I've rolled three threes in a row. That's a lot of threes. That's a lot of threes. That's, that's lucky. So sure, I guess. I mean, it's not lucky in that so, anything is happening. I was gonna give you a bonus die, so go ahead and roll that one more time. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I rolled another, another three. three. The universe has spoken, Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's what you got. And that's all I can get, apparently. This yeah. is going to be a great campaign with me just not able to do a single fucking thing. And finally, uh, Virgil, uh, you had gone to see Satara. Do the thing you do with her. Gross. Worship the old gods or 
however y'all are phrasing it. Yeah. Um, we pray to the ancient ones. Yeah. Uh, when you uh, go there, you uh, notice that she seems kind of preoccupied uh, throughout the whole, like, ritual thing. Hey, Satara, is uh, something on your mind? Uh, I just, I feel like the world is changing under our noses before we've even grasped that it's begun. Like, that eclipse that happened, there seems to be something different about it. It's not like any of the eclipses we've had in the past. Those are always times of power, a conjoining of, you know, whenever the heavens align like that, a lot of things can be brought manifest. Uh, you saw that a year ago when uh, our sister tried to bring Sinsime back into the world. But I don't know, something seems strange about that one. Sounds like she's having a midlife crisis. The astronomer said that this eclipse was going to be special anyway. So, I mean, maybe it's just a, you know, a special eclipse and it's not boding about anything. It's just, you know, special alignment or something. I mean, the the world changes. I mean, that's that's a thing that happens. But why would we think that anything bad is happening just because it's different? Uh, when you live as long as I have, you tend to see that when the world changes, it doesn't tend to change in your favor. Yeah. Wow. You gotta see Sophia's way. Be the one making the change. Therefore, Are you there? It's in your favor. <laughs> no, you just you just know what what Sophia will be saying to you right now. Yeah. No, that's true. Oh yeah, Sophia's <laughs> not even your player character anymore. Santara just pulls out the you'll understand when you're older card. I mean, I trust your judgment. I mean, I've never asked you how old you are, and I never will, but... You know, I assume... <laughs> that I almost sounds like than... you're asking. So do you think that there's something we should be preparing for? We should always be preparing. So Tessalyn, she was trying to bring back Sinsime. And I feel like she... We stopped her, but I feel like she started something. I don't know what it was that she started, but it has me worried. I've had that creeping feeling this past year that... There's something wrong right under our noses, and we just aren't seeing it. So, well, I mean, keep, keep your eyes open. If anything strange happens, let me know about it. You know that there were those godstones, and they were rare, and now they're all over the place. The godstones are rare, like you said, but not in the way that you mean. Your people have known about godstones for a while, they just haven't known what they do or what they're capable of. And I feel ever since a year ago that that knowledge is beginning to spread throughout the world of what they can do and what they can be harnessed for. I mean, Huard was like the emperor's like right-hand man or vice versa. So anyone with that high political power probably has a lot of influence now that they know about these things so i don't know well just keep your eyes open uh you know me i never close them iskra's tried to help me you know with that <laughs> she said she'd take out my eyelids but i figured i'd <laughs> i want to keep them for now <laughs> wouldn't that just mean that you could never close your eyes but he doesn't want to close his eyes well that's what you just told me Sitara. To you told me to keep my eyes, eyes. open are you singing a song? Is this one nope. of them old demon songs? That wasn't me. Who? Where did, where did it come from? Is someone here? I want to do uh, an observation check, see if someone's watching. 
Well, that's not a skill. I have offered to install nictitating membranes into his eyes in lieu of eyelids, but he's just a chicken. All right. Ah, well, uh, was, that, I... was that you, Eskara? You were behind that barrel? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so uh, we got a few threads here for you guys that y'all can figure out a heist out of. Uh, so you've got a clock going on for trying to figure out how to sell the boats, right? No. No? I uh, y'all had a no. clock for that. We have a clock for selling the military crates. Selling the... Uh, okay. So The boats, we, we said, we, would be probably more interesting as a score. You're right. I know I'm right. You don't need to tell me. Plus one to engagement roll from Milos' contact when needed. What is that for? I don't remember, but I did something with my contact and got a plus one to a future engagement roll. And we haven't used it yet, so it's still on our sheet. Okay. Alright. I think he rolled really well or got some kind of benefit. Was that was that when you were talking with your uh uh your bounty hunter friend who was talking about wanting to hunt down the Leviathan? Uh, I, maybe. It was like four three or four sessions ago, which was like six or seven weeks ago, so Yeah. You know. I mean, we've only had like three or four sessions. There's a reason I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to use that at some point. So, yeah, y'all could try to make a score to sell these light patrol boats that y'all have stashed away on the coast. I'm sure between some of that other information that y'all got, y'all could uh, figure out another score as well. So, like, y'all know that the the foghounds are on the back foot right now, that the police are picking them up. I mean, my vote is for selling the boats because we are quite short on money. Mm, that's true. In fact, we have no money. No money. Is, and money is, is useful for things, yeah. Money can buy things like parts. So perhaps through Sarah, we could set up a invite-only military surplus auction and mm. sell these three boats. All right. I would say either Sarah or Sabina Halfoff would be good for that. So you, both ha- you have both of those people as your contacts. Yeah, or both. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it matters. I agree, selling the boat sounds like a good score to do. What about, like, an auction? Like an off-the-books black market auction for these boats? It's not what I just suggested. I think it is. Okay, as long as we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea that you suggested. Roll back the shape. That's your job. It'd probably be social. Negotiate better or persuade. The detail mm-hmm. would be our uh, either Sarah or Sabina. Or simply just, you know, the, the detail could just be the auction. Ooh, could we do it in that casino? Who owns a casino? We do. Moxie does. Yeah, that's true. We need to do it somewhere where we can... The boats will probably need to be inspectable. So we need to bring them up. So we, we, we need to do it somewhere, like, on the edge of the city. The casino was in Silkshore, right? Let's, uh, yeah. Let's go there and take a look at that map. The Silver Stack. Yeah, so, right, so we could bring... We could, we could stash the boats somewhere, you know, hide them somewhere, uh... Or a killer the path. Uh, you think a light patrol boat could get up that canal? Yeah. How light are these patrol boats? Yeah, I thought we were talking about like 10 passenger type things. Yeah. I mean, are you picturing like 110 foot? Like, no, no. Something yeah. like a 60 foot, you know, 10 passenger, like you were talking about. 60 feet yeah. is really big. 40 feet, then. I don't know. But a boat sized boat? I mean, you're talking to an expert. Well, well, tell me about these boats then, Mr. Expert. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no, that works. Okay, so they're they're eighty four foot, but they only they only dropped four feet, so we can get them into the canals easy. 
Okay. How wide are they? 20 foot beam. So that's easily yeah. canalable. Yeah, definitely. These, these canals are definitely wider than 20 feet. I think we would need some kind of what, a setup role to disguise the boats in some manner. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we have our mobile barge base thing. Right. Because obviously we can't just rock up in three stolen military patrol boats. <laughs> I mean, you could. <laughs> but you'd have to pass a lot of the city in them before you got to uh, no, no, very, very little, very little. I mean, the ocean is this way. So really all we got to do is, is get through the... Have, have them drop the fence for us and then go, you know. Well, I mean, the fence is... It's not like a wall. It's like uh, uh, high wires... Like, uh, ha- uh, those power lines sort of things. Like, the electroplasm is, like, beaming between these two towers along those yeah. wires. And that's what keeps the ghost cell. But, like, yeah. there's free traffic uh, in and below it. Yeah, alright, well, that's all we gotta do is... We still gotta disguise it for this quick trip, but not as much. So maybe we do it under, like, the cover of fog. It needs to be some kind of a setup role for that. It's too say. bad y'all don't have camouflage vehicles or perfectly concealed at rest. Well, I guess they wouldn't be at rest, would they? Yeah, true. So your barge, how how would your barge help you with this? I, I heard you bring that up. I mentioned it, but I don't think it would, so maybe it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, but we probably want to, like, paint them or cover them with tarps or something. Is that the idea? Yeah, like, File you know, the put, serial put stuff on. Off on them. Uh, put a I bunch would... of random, like, fishing gear and shit all over them and... I, this sounds honestly. It sounds like it would be a group action uh, to you know conceal these boats. So like uh, a prowl group action, and we can just go with the best one. I could modify the boats. No, I'm I'm no, good at no tinkering. more weird shit. I'm good at tinkering. I could do normal sparkcraft shit. You would not though. You I wouldn't, be but I could. <laughs> I am happy to lead a group prowl check. <laughs> I think I should do at least a little bit. They'll let you file off the serial numbers. I think that's as much modifying as they'll let you do. Total waste of my talent. I could give them sentience. Ugh. Well, give the serial number sentience One before weird you file them off. Is enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's see that uh, group prowl check. I don't know about Toby, but I feel like being a sailor, you should get some kind of a bonus. Exactly. You yeah. should really dig into his background. I know about boats and different types of boats. I mean, uh, kinda. you were a pirate before, right? Yep. It's not like y'all flew your flag the whole time. Every now and again, you'd see a warship on the horizon and have to take your flag down and, you know, pretend like you're a normal vessel. Oh, sure. It's a three, four, and a six from Virgil. Nice. So, yeah, uh, Goalie can go ahead and get an extra die on his roll. But, I mean, we see we've already got a success. But let's see if we have a critical or a... Milos Bowden, critical oh success, God. baby! Nice. Wow. There nice. we go. Even let let the record show that our one sailor did the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, just used to pirating, pirating stuff. Not you're, you're not doing. used to it, so you're just like, you're just like uh, pouting. You're like, you're like, you're like sails, shooting boats. No, like, He's used to like wooden pirates. vessels, and this is a steel, a steel ship. So we've got yeah. Virgil with a three, a six, and a four. Milos with a six, a two, and a six. Goalie with a five, a two, a two, and Iskra with a six on their one die. So everyone succeeded. Uh, so Milos will take no stress, and it's a critical success. I think this has been the best group action yet. <laughs> it really has. Yeah, y'all really want this money. <laughs> Yeah, so we, so we, we sneak hungry. them in. 
we sneak him into to a, you know uh, this little like tea like wharf thing uh-huh. next to the casino, and then we've got that whole place like kind of cordoned off, and anybody who boats by without invitation just sees like a you know bulkhead wall, and anybody with an invitation you know we know we'll let them in, yeah, and then they can come and check the boats out. So I might give y'all one extra thing for that critical success. So like you go down to, you know, get the ships ready. Y'all have got them like stashed like half a day, a day's trip down coast uh, while, you know, you've got uh, Sabina. Did y'all decide on Sabina or Sarah as your dealer? Are they functionally identical? Like uh, Sabina will bring in a wider variety of a higher clientele and sarah will mostly be dealing with guys from the docks i think that's to be then yeah 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 if, if you're gonna be doing it as an auction and not just like trying to pawn them off on someone i think sabina is gonna be your best bet so yeah, uh so y'all get with her you know and she says okay uh leave it up to me give me a couple of days let's meet at the casino Y'all get these ships ready. Get them in ship shape. <laughs> oh, and no. Jeremy, that was a bad pun. I'll uh, I'll see you in a few days. So y'all go down there. You get the ships ready. They're they look great. And y'all have got it set up so that like not only do they look great like hidden, but like you'll be able to very easily take the disguises off when time comes. As you are bringing the ships back in, one of the reasons why you're able to get them in so well is that everyone seems to be distracted by the Summer of George coming back in. Uh, If y'all recall, the Summer of George is like Lord Strangford's like lead (laughs) Leviathan hunter. Um, It's coming back in and there is on it a Leviathan, a hunted dead Leviathan, which is a scene that hasn't been seen in Duskwall in a long time. Ever since uh, Scotland became part of the Empire, a lot of the industry of like processing the Leviathans moved there. Uh, a lot of it used to be done here in Duskwall, but that changed, and the Leviathans were shipped there instead, and the ships came back here because all of the infrastructure was still here for repairing and all of that. And this is also where most of the Leviathan Hunter Lords lived, and they didn't want to move to Scotland. I mean, who would? Shush. This is a site that hasn't been seen for a long time. Uh, Virgil, what's this Leviathan look like? I think this is the first time y'all have seen the Leviathan out of the water in its entirety. I was saying, except the one that chased us. Well, out of the water in its entirety. Like, y'all saw that yeah, one. Yeah. But I, that was kind of, like, mostly, like, bits and glimpses. I mean, I'm imagining, like, a sort of like a giant, like, elongated manta ray. So it's oh, got, like, cool. these big, uh, like, wings, sort of, on either side. And then the, um, you know, the sort of mouth that can, like, open really wide with the little, like, kind of hand things that they can use to kind of grab either side of, like, a ship or some other fish like pull it into its mouth do you mean mandibles yeah i forget their name i just saw a presentation on them (laughs) so i don't know like what like 65 feet long like giant you know tail uh in addition but yeah it has kind of like big wings that it uses to to move quickly through the water kind of like that right there that i just put in chat yeah 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 
I'm sure that that's got y'all a little bit distracted too, but not so much that it interferes with your work and y'all are able to get those boats rather to the casino. I imagine that like y'all probably had to take uh, Swampart down there. So like Iskra is piloting Swampart back and the other three of y'all are uh, yeah. driving these other three boats. Um, so let's go ahead and the roll for starting off this heist. So I'm going to give you a bonus die for that critical success that you just had for this setup. We'll give you a uh, one die for luck, uh, one die for using Sabina, because, you know, like, this is, this is what she does. You've got that ally helping you. I'm going to take one die away because these this is a hot commodity, and it definitely ties y'all to the... Uh, investigation of the we found the legitimate salvage <laughs> <laughs> we bought these off of some of the fog hounds we got I a mean, plaque and everything it says it says legitimate salvage right here legitimate salvage can y'all think of any reason other reasons to give or take dice I'm, away i'm gonna use the the plus one roll from my contact okay sabine is going for it, but i do have sarah reach out to a few select make sure a few select people are there People who are going to be, you know, quality and are going to be discreet. Mainly because I just want to, I don't want to keep that around forever. Okay, so, so that's got us at three dice. I mean, we control this turf, mm-hmm. if that's this not been factored This is unfriendly in. turf. Yeah, I'll give you an extra die for that. Are y'all at war with anyone? No, no not. We're not. I no mean, one even knows I get the feeling name. you will be if the Foghounds ever figure out y'all shenanigans, but... <laughs> they I won't, won't exist by that point. <laughs> I, yeah, I All got right. the feeling like that's... Right, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll the die then. All right, so we got four dice. What are they like? Three, five, Two, six, yeah. Six, Another critical six, success. four, six, five. Okay. You, just, you know we can just jump. You know what? Why don't we just? It's just already. It's almost eight o'clock. Just jump right to the to the score. Give us our money. Call it a day. Yeah, it goes great. Yeah, I don't even need to play it out. It just goes awesome. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Iskra has a little bit too much to drink and offers a few people some uh, body improvements that she goes ahead and gives them while they're not paying a lot of attention. <laughs> besides that, you know, skills weren't here a few minutes ago. <laughs> All right, hello, it's John. Hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, So again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, So we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to uh, members of KCell, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KCell on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so thanks again so much, and back to the show.
Uh, so y'all bring the boats to a dock outside of the Silver Stag Casino. Um, it's been a little while since y'all have been here in an official capacity. This place was being run like for Moxie by the Hive. Um, so like it's still Moxie's in name, but it's got like the Hive management. But y'all are still on good terms with the Hive, even as um, as Godstone's improvisions. We're tangentially on good terms with them. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that this is gonna be like like a masked auction. I think we had a masked party here at the Silver Stag Casino before, right? Yeah, I think everyone here knows that if the blue coat showed up, it would go bad for everyone. So yeah, um, but I do think that you are able to piece together at least a few of the attendees here for this auction. You see someone that you peg for Lord Strangford. Uh, or Definitely. either Lord Strangford or one of his, uh, you know, someone with his wallet and his purchasing power. You see uh, someone uh, like in kind of tattier clothes that you feel like might be a member of the Foghounds since they're hurting for boats very badly <laughs> right now. I will happily sell them contraband military patrol boats. <laughs> <laughs> Happily oh my with the god. Mili- <laughs> happily with the military now. Yes. Uh, let's see who Please. else is here. Uh, you see uh, uh, you see a man in like a leather wolf mask, which uh, Milos immediately pegs for Ulf Ironborn. You gotta stop saying peg. <laughs> like, come on, Jeremy. I know Jeremy's you, but come on, man. What's wrong with the verb pegged? Hey, think about what Not, you Nothing. Say. I mean, nothing, it's... hun, but just pick a different one. It's true, it's a lot of pegging happening on the Moxie stream. It's <laughs> true, <laughs> just Let's can't see. quit pegging people. <laughs> I was thinking that there might be, like, some undercover agents from the Imperial military here, but I think with that critical success that that didn't happen that uh, oh i know i know where they are they're at the fake auction we set up across town (laughs) waiting for us yes (laughs) where they're gonna raid like one old dilapidated fishing boat (laughs) it's like a rowboat it's it's yeah (laughs) yeah um so does anyone have anything they want to do here before the bidding starts or i would like to without giving away who he is at least go up to old you know, shake hands, you know. Are y'all in masks? A little bit. I think we are too. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm always in a mask, but I'm wearing a different one. You put spectacles on your mask. I put a different, I put on a different mask. Yeah. So Milos's mask is a, it's, it's actually, it looks a lot like a dog. He's hunting hawk. <laughs> All right. So it, it's uh, it's a hawk, and it has the word dog written on the top of it. I mean, it doesn't say dog, that would be silly. <laughs> anyone who, anyone dog. who knows dog knows that's what it looks like. It has those distinctive yeah. eyebrow markings. Yeah, so Ulf will give you a nice, firm handshake and say, huh, you brought the real goods back, huh? I mean, yeah, you, you've known since we started our range that we can deliver interesting things, and we're just uh, here to prove it. Who do you, uh, who do you favor tonight? Myself, of course. I wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> Iskra is wearing a Leviathan mask. <laughs> uh, so if uh, you had to pick which one of these boats was your favorite, which one would you pick? Are all three boats the same? More or less. Yeah. But, I mean, he doesn't know that. And he knows that yeah. you've been spending time with these boats. That, that's fair, yeah. Whichever one I drove back, I'll say, you know, oh, this one handles, you know, she's a 
she's a fair tiller and, and you know, following seas. That's your favorite, then that's my favorite. If uh, you could uh, help me make sure I acquire that boat, I'd be highly in your debt. I'm going to say from directly behind him, you know, I could fix it up for you. I know a lot of Sparkcraft. Tinker about with it, improve upon its working. He'll turn around and say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't think we've met. No. Well, no. Well, no. Well, no. And then I'm going to walk away. Friend of yours? (laughs) Colleague. (laughs) Friend would be a little too far. We all have them when we work in our professions long enough. Yeah, right? Jeremy, I think most people have colleagues when they work in any profession (laughs) for any amount of time. Goli, you got anything you're trying to do here? Yeah, let's, uh, how many people do you say we're here about total? Looking at... Like, uh, I think that those are the high rollers that I named off, but there's probably a good, like, 20 people or so here. You know, each of the groups has about, like, three or four people. And there's, like, you look at a few of them, and you can tell that, you know, they're, uh... Some of them are here because they're interested, or, you know, like... Uh, they've gone to auctions that uh, Sabina's done before in the past and been interested in stuff like that. It looks like Sabina has more stuff to offer than just your boats. Since she went through all the trouble of getting this anyway, she's going to be doing some other auctions, because why not have all these people in one place? Well, that's, I mean, we're not paying her, so that's her, you know, that's what she gets out of the deal. I'm going to, I kind of want to keep the joy. You said 20 people's not that many, but... I want to kind of eye them over to see. I want to. I really want to spot any tr- potential troublemakers or you know stuff like that. So I kind of want to like. Is there anyone that's acting maybe a little suspicious or a little more guarded compared to others? You know, I'm really looking for trouble. I guess is what I'm trying. You're wearing a mask, right? Uh, or is this a mask of them? We all are. Yes. So okay. You should wear a mask. Yes, I've got a mask of a monkey. A mask of a monkey. Why don't you make a prowl roll? If you're trying to, uh, you said you're trying to case the joint and look for people, right? Yeah, mostly. So I, I would say either prowl or like study or survey. It's trouble before it happens. Yeah, survey is definitely the way to go here. I don't think it's any stress required yet, so I'm gonna hold off on burning that. I rolled a two. Oof. All right, a two. You're walking around. You're looking for troublemakers. And that's when you feel a firm grip on your arm, and you hear a familiar voice say, Virgil, is that you? I'd recognize that silhouette anywhere. Larry? <laughs> Larry! I knew, it. I knew that. I knew it, I knew it. Virgil, man, the darndest thing happened when I last saw you. And he, like, just starts uh, talking your ear off about <laughs> how he had just been complaining to you about how bad his job was, and then lo and behold, he gets picked up for treason against the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> how is he I think out? I found a picture for this guy. Let me, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of Larry, yeah, it's Larry, all right. There we go. Mr. Butts. <laughs> if it smells, it's usually the butts. All right. Oh, well, really? What, ha- what happened, Larry? You got, you got picked up. What did you get picked up for? Would you believe it, some pirates or someone went and attacked a military base, killed everyone there, stole a bunch of boats and some guns and some supplies, and then they spray our initials on the wreckage. 
What? That sounds wild and crazy. God, you sure it wasn't a rogue faction? That's... I mean, like, I'd probably still be in there, except for our current boss was able to prove that everyone was uh, on a legitimate job at the same time that this heist supposedly happened. So strange. I wonder who would try to frame my, my ex-coworkers. Hmm. Who want to frame the Are you sure that your boss wasn't, you know, just on the take? <laughs> I mean, how much do you trust him? It's not like disgruntled ex-coworkers are the most likely group to have done this or anything. So, uh, what are you, what are you doing here, Larry? I didn't think you were much of a you know, high roller. What, this is kind of a... Well, you know, I mean, we're, about. you know, the Foghounds, we're really hurting right now. Some might say we're, you know, on our back foot and we're on a downward spiral, but Boss thinks we get a few new boats, we can do some more jobs, get back on top of things. And uh, we heard there were some boats for sale here, so we're going to take a look at them. All right, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with uh, Miss Halfoff. I've kind of seen what she had to offer. I don't really plan on, you know, buying much tonight. I'm sure everything's out of my price range, but kind of seeing what, what's going on here. I'm kind of wondering, I'm, on the one hand, I kind of want to, like, leave Larry away because if he sees a boat, you know, suspiciously, suspiciously looking like a boat that he just got framed for taking... <laughs> it could be bad. Uh, or, or if he decides to buy the boat, we could double frame him by turning it back into the yeah, police again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, you know what, Larry? Larry looks like a dumbass. Let's let Larry buy this boat. I love this idea. I think this is a great idea, and I want to do it. <laughs> All right, uh, Virgil. What are what are you trying to do here, Virgil? The the actual Virgil, not the. Go lay pretending to be virtual. <laughs> right. Probably gambling. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely gambling going on here. What's your game of choice? Is it uh, King's Stave? Is uh, it the, uh, I mean, I would ask if it was the one-armed bandit, but I know that Eskra destroyed it last time she was here. They might have well, fixed that, it. They probably fixed it. That'd probably be, be Virgil's game, one that involves minimal human interaction. Yeah, they've probably got, got that. I've got, I've got one coin. I'm going to spend it just gambling away because i'm a reckless boar and last time we were on the job i want that rush of loss and gain uh go ahead and roll one die for luck mostly loss Uh, and then take one die away for the house sorry so i'm rolling two die then and take the worst uh yeah unless you have something that you can do to help even the odds in your favor i mean i'm i am literally spending the coin if that's uh I mean, you gotta pay to play. I could help you. Yeah, Eskru, you wanna you wanna jimmy jimmy around with this machine a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe I gamble for a couple of minutes and I call her over and say, "Hey, you know, you make this a little bit more exciting for me here." I would love to make this more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to unobtrusively, in as much as you know, Eskru's. Oh wait, yeah, because you've got that ability. To, yeah. Yeah, that because... lets you wreck things. Uh, discreetly. It is, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure that the next time it uh, it gets played, and he's the next one playing it, uh, it's going to dump every single coin that was dumped into it out onto the floor. You know, like, like we, we, Just like, like you did Our organization time. owns this place. Like, we don't need to cheat it. <laughs> 
Well, I, I didn't it's say not really I your to organization. Win. It's like your parent organization. It'd be yeah, like, like if Snickers robbed the Sony or whoever owns Snickers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not a great role for a limited success. Yeah. Okay, so a mixed success. I think I know what the mixed variety <laughs> is here. So the uh, the bell starts going off as um, you know the jackpot's triggered. I want each of you to roll a d12. So yeah, a total of 13 coin in uh, in jackpot comes tumbling out at us. So John, you do lose that one coin that you gambled, yeah. but you wind up getting those 13 coin back. You can split that with Iskra however you want. The bells and the whirring lights and the whistles and everything go off. There's like, you know, a spark craft like band, like one man band sort of thing starts <laughs> going off behind it as it's playing a jolly tune. As y'all are gathering up your earnings, a small woman uh, walks up to you, probably about like half Iskra's height. Oh, Iskra's a very small person. Uh, yeah, she she is a very short person. Uh, she's very dainty. She's wearing it. It kind of looks like the uh, sort of thing that you get your eye prescription checked in, whatever that thing's <laughs> called. Uh, it it's got like a bunch of like lenses and stuff in it. It's very steampunky, um, and it's motorized too, so it's constantly like whirring and stuff like that. She's got a little backpack on, and she says, "Oh." Man, y'all really beat the odds with that. That's that's awesome. I didn't think anyone would could beat my game like that. I love your mask. Well, thanks. Can I see it? Yours is pretty nice, too. Well, we're not supposed to take our masks off here now, are we? Can I see it anyway? <laughs> Offer her one of yours. Iskra, I think that you probably recognize this, uh, this person. This is uh, Sadie Dalmore. I just put her name in chat. Uh, she is a up-and-coming student at the uh, Sparkwright Center. She's been there for about, like, six years or so now. Mm -hmm. uh, she's, like, 24. Uh, she's, like, one of those, like, child prodigies uh, that has, like, took to Sparkcraft like you took to Fleshcraft. <laughs> so. We're gonna be friends. Or mortal enemies. It's hard to tell at this stage. Well, I mean, she doesn't immediately know that y'all uh, tinkered with her machine till y'all <laughs> stole money from it. Yeah, fair. Okay, so you built this? Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's mine. That's the uh, Sadie Slots right there. Fancy. We're gonna go talk Sparkcraft in a corner, becoming ever more esoteric. Meanwhile, uh, Virgil sees the, uh, <laughs> the hive uh, guards, like, looking at him. Meaning, like, people aren't supposed to win this much money here. Uh, yeah, so I go over to the roulette table and just sort of make a reckless, uh, you know, drop, like, four or five coin. Just just something that I know is, like, very low odds of working to kind of get rid of some of this coin. Uh, sure, how, yeah, roll. How much of that did I get before you spend it all? Uh, we could, you want to split it? You have seven, I'll take six. Okay. Wow, generousness. <laughs> so go ahead and roll two dice then, John. Yeah, so I'm going to drop... Three coin just to try and get get rid of some of it. Two d six is that what you said? Yeah, two d six, and we'll take the worst. A oh. one. Okay. Yep. You are successful at getting rid of money. All right. <laughs> I've got. So then those. Uh... You no, know, I don't want to throw a wrench in this, but wouldn't the worst be jackpots on it? Oh my god. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh please. This this could be good. Uh, you know what? Right. 
He's right. <laughs> I, I know. You're right. not wrong. Uh, how many coins did you bet? Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get uh, another nine coins. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and when that happens, you uh. Your eyes go wide. I imagine that no was in character, and then you feel two firm hands on either of your shoulders from two men in uh, in uh, suits and say, "Sir, we need to have a word with you." I don't. I don't. I don't even want this fifteen coin. <laughs> they drag you to the back of the house. Oh no. <laughs> I would ask Esther what she's been doing, but she's been harassing everyone, and now she's talking to a child, so. Uh, 24 years old is not a child. Milos, what are what are you doing now? Like, are you just gonna wait to see how the thing plays out, or do you want to try to work this thing in uh, Ulf's favor? I would like Ulf to, to get a boat. Yep, that would be fine. So, I'd happily roll... I don't know. Um, so, so are y'all selling the boats individually or as a package deal? I think it's, yeah, three individual boats. Okay. So there's a chance he could get one and someone else could get one and someone else could get one or someone could get all three or what whatnot. I, I imagine as a as a, uh, as a storyteller, giving three of these to any one player would be, would be pretty uh, balance tilting. Giving one to three different players, you know, ma- makes it, you know, not such a tilt, tilt shift. Yeah. Also, just functionally, the kind of buy that could get three entire boats all at once. I mean, Lord Strangford is probably the only person in this room that could swing that. Maybe. And I, I think, I think we specifically said they have to go to three separate buyers because that means that if some one person buys them all, everyone else could just turn that person in. But if there's three boats, like everyone is a vested interest in keeping this quiet. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So. I think that's the rule. Once you've purchased the, you know, once you've won one, you're out of the running for for the other two. I think that makes makes sense to do. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you're gonna try to swing it so that Ulf gets at least one of these boats, then, right? Yeah. How are you gonna go about doing that? Um. Are you gonna like spread rumors that the boat that he wants is actually not that great? Are you gonna? I. I mean, you tell me. I'll, I'll be, I'm gonna roll command, and I'm basically gonna kind of spread some rumors around here that him getting one would be would be good for everyone because he's a freedom fighter and he's gonna be you know fighting against the the forces of the city and that's gonna take heat off of everyone else here. So if you know what's good for you, you'll make sure he gets one at a reasonable price. Okay. So well, it's let's... a little intimidation, but it's also not wrong. And I'm gonna push push myself here. Two, two, and a four. It's success. Okay. So. It works. Like, he's definitely going to get one. Uh, what do you think that that complication is, though? Maybe everyone else is too scared and it drives the price down? I could go for that. So we get less for that boat? All right. So, Dolly, I heard you say that um, that you wanted to try to make sure that the Foghounds get one, right? Because you want to try to pin the boat theft on them? I mean, that would, have, that would be an idea. I don't... I'm not going to... Uh you know, grease the wheels for Larry, but if he causes a scene or says he wants one, then we'll, we'll see what happens. It would be neat if he walked away with one. Okay, are, are you going to do anything to make that happen, or are you just going to see how the pl- the cards play out? I am going to get Larry drunk as a... Well, not, not pass out drunk, but I'm going to get him intoxicated and talk him up about how, yeah, man, the Foghounds could come back, and all they need is a boat. I, I hear they got a boat on the auction. I hear they night. got three boats. Can you imagine what we could do with three boats? 
Yeah, he holds man. up four fingers. That could be that could be the glorious return of the Vodkas. And you know, if you go back to the to base with three boats in hand, I think that's a promotion for you, Larry. Oh man, I could be lieutenant assistant right to there. the manager. Yeah, assistant lieutenant. You got it. I think you should. I think you should go for it, man. Yeah. Take out the struggles you had this week. You know, things are coming up, Larry. Why don't you make a roll for that? See how adult you can get him. I think that could be either consort or sway. That sounds about right to me. From your... All right, I'm going to go with consort because I've got a pip in it already. In fact, I am going to burn. A... You said it's too stressed doing yourself, right? Uh, Too stressed to push yourself. That's right. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to really push Larry to do this best I can. So let's see what happens. Does he does he buy it or does he uh see through my ruse? I rolled a oh two and a one. So Yikes. it didn't quite work out the way I want to. He gets suspicious. Either that or, yeah. Or he, or he gets too out. drunk and just, you know, you didn't realize what a lightweight he was. Yeah, he gets... I, think, I think that that's what it is, is that he winds up, he winds up passing out and then, you know, like he's he... not there, he's not available to actually put bids in on the boat because he's uh in the booth, passed out next to you or anyway that's where he's at right now maybe there's something you could do to wake him up but i think i think it would be hilarious uh as a player if larry made an ass of himself in front of the the whole auction so yeah i'll try to uh maybe it gets my better judgment because my poor role try to you know wake him up and you know get a, a, a cup of coffee or something try to wake this guy up and he's not handling this drunk well it's not like a fun giggly he's just a mess he starts laughing one minute and crying the next about how, you know. And there's like chill. snot coming out of his nose yeah, and running down. It is a bad, a bad experience tonight. And I'm trying to save it as best I can by, you know, you know well, you can make it. It's okay, Larry. It'll be okay, Larry. It'll be okay. Don't worry about it. No, my wife, she left me. I'm going <laughs> to walk past and say, it's because you're a loser. And then walk away. <laughs> it's gross. The second time. <laughs> He just like he's you know, the yes, Chris, he's laughing. Is one of those moxie people? I heard that they were running things now too. I don't know about no moxie, but this boat, Larry, I'm telling you, man, you need to get this boat. The Firecounts, your your boss will appreciate you for it. You uh, can turn things around. So uh, why don't you make something to see how well you can rouse him from that? And I'm gonna say that this is probably desperate because if he's bad off as he is then if you're not able to get him under some sort of control either he's gonna pass back out again or like get kicked out he'll be removed from the auction one way or the other all right so you said a desperate yeah this is gonna be desperate for that so how are you trying to fortify him i'm gonna stand him up at least you know, sit him as best i can and tell him larry you gotta clench those teeth <laughs> God damn it! I, will, right out I will slug this canal. guy. I try to slug this guy <laughs> to, to snap him. I feel like Gully might get thrown out too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Gully gets into a fight with the remnants of the Foghounds, well, and just, they just, are all kicked face? out of the Silver Stag. <laughs> just Larry. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it was Larry and a couple of his other guys there, but... Yeah, okay. So I got to slug Larry and try to, you know, 
jovial attempt to wake him up, but he yeah. doesn't react well. The other people around me don't react well to this. There's a fist fight that breaks out, and then we just get kicked out altogether. Yeah, but you um, meant look, guys, to give him. You meant to give him just a love tap, but he moved his head, and you just slugged the shit out of him. And, <laughs> then, and then his two buddies jumped on you. So um, the- take the level one harm uh, beaten. I was I was deciding whether it should be beaten or cliff clawed. Nice. <laughs> I didn't run away. <laughs> well, Larry, I was gonna take you to the quarry all the night, but uh afraid that I'll have to wait. You're a little too too sloshed, my friend. Alright, uh Iskra are what what are you doing? Are, uh, are you just having a good time with your new friend? I'm having a great time. I love this party. This is fantastic. Okay. Well, I mean, you can, if you're not trying to affect the auction anymore, you can make some sort of role to try to bond with this lady, literally, and add her to your clever friends. Okay. Uh, I'm going to show off my wrecking skills and show her like you're great at building things i'm great at taking them apart (laughs) i'm not gonna show her how i wrecked her slots machine because i feel like even even iskra has a little more sense than that sometimes yeah um but i'm going to like you know give me one of give me one of your cute little doohickeys and she'll hand over like I don't know, whatever. And it will just, like, disintegrate in my hands as I completely dismantle it in seconds. Are you gonna put it back together for it? Some clockwork mechanism. I said I'm good at wrecking. (laughs) So hopefully this lady likes watching people uh, take her toys apart. So that's a one, a four, and a one. So I don't... That's a mixed... Mixed success, so... Mixed success. Um... She's not happy that I took it apart and didn't put it back together, but she is kind of impressed. Yeah, Maybe. you're definitely going to get her as a clever friend, because that is a, it's a mixed success, and that's what the success part was. What do y'all think the... Uh, maybe she just, you know, says, hey, uh, that was actually pretty important to me, and it's not going to be cheap to repair that, and, like... You wind up having to lose a coin to help her fix it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So just lose a coin. I just got a bunch of coins. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's her coin. <laughs> so yeah, lose, lose a coin, but you gain a friend. Alright. Alright. Now you have two friends. I have two friends. It, it sounds like we're pretty well played out here for the... Uh, uh, the thing, so let's do one final roll to see how well the the auction plays out in y'all's favor. So this is going to be a group action uh, for everyone except for Goalie, because he's not there anymore. Well, neither is Virgil. Yeah, did I get kicked out uh, of the... So it's just, just me and Iskra. Virgil's not there anymore either. He's currently being interrogated. Which, honestly, if it's just me and Iskra, one of us should just take a stress and help the other. Yeah, I'll take a stress. Well, what are we rolling first? Because it might matter. I think that this would probably be Sway. Uh, I have two pips in Sway. I will take a stress and help you. Maybe, uh, what's her name? Let's just do a little introduction. You can talk about the boats, get people hyped. Are you going to push yourself as well? Take two stress, push uh, yourself, and also get the extra dive from him? Yeah, yeah. So I, I shockingly do actually know quite a lot about Sparkcraft and engines and how boats work. Um, so I'm able to talk up the boats and how awesome they are and how good it would be if everybody here bought one. We only have three, but they don't need to hear that. But So I'm going to get two bonus dice. Yep. yep. So that's going to give you a total pull of four okay. dice. 
Oh, son of a bitch. Two, a two, a four, and a four. So you succeed. But... It, well, I mean, like, I think I think we know it's just not as good as it possibly could have been. Right. I mean, part of that is because, you know, there's an entire interested party not involved in the auction anymore. <laughs> you know, that that's yeah. not helping to drive the price up. I think I think somebody at one point realizes that this is all, like, under the radar, so why would they pay full price Right. You know, yeah. like, you know, so uh, we lose a little bit out of that. Yeah. So y'all y'all are still going to get a payoff on this. I named off three parties with the intention that each one of them would be getting a boat. <laughs> and now, now I have to figure out who else is here that winds up with a boat instead. Old Fireborn gets one. Yeah, Old Fireborn's going to get one. Strangford gets Strangford's one. Strangford's going to get one. And... Who is somebody we haven't... Like who's somebody we want to introduce or haven't messed with yet? Here, let let's look at Hard shows up just out of fucking nowhere. Oh uh, no, that's not Hard's dude. Cliff Claw <laughs> buys the third boot. Yeah, Lady Why? Why does Cliff buy the third boot? That'd be cool as a cool a flashback to the end of the episode for his kid. The, cir- you know? the Circle of Flame could buy the last boot. Yeah, why not? I mean, I get the feeling I, I don't really need one. But. You know what? Okay, um, I, I think that, let's see, there, so there's some stuff going on with the circle right now. Yeah, it's up to you. Do you want to add another plate or do you want to just keep a plate spinning? No, uh, I think that what uh, winds up happening is uh, Iskra's ear perks up when she hears Sophia call out for uh, one of the boats placing a bid on it. And yeah, I think that uh, the Circle of Flame does indeed wind up with the boats. Cool, that worked. So since this was an auction, uh, it's going to be a die pool, kind of like we did for the uh, One-Armed Bandit just now. The uh, Lord Strangfer is going to be a D12. The Circle of Blue Flame is going to be a D10. And Ulf is also going to be a D10. So roll that, and that's how many coin that y'all end up getting off of the auction. Fourteen coin. All right, not great, not terrible. That's not terrible. Yeah, I, I think that considering that, is it completely, you know, side side hustle. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, there was more coin than that, but after you paid for the venue and paid for Sabina's charge, because yeah, she was running other things at the auction too, but there's still. The... I mean, you always pay the auctioneer though. Exactly. Otherwise, she. Isn't gonna continue to be one of your, <laughs> uh, yeah, your contacts, but yeah, uh, yeah. So y'all grease the wheels and have fourteen coin left. All right, I marked it down for now. Yeah, we can do XP and then we will do all of the uh, downtime and fallout from this next time. Uh, let us start with Virgil. All right. Um, we didn't do any desperate actions, so that's fine. Address a challenge with knowledge or arcane power. Not so much in this one. I, I didn't express my beliefs, drives heritage or background substantially. I mean, there was the talk with Satara, but yeah, I, I that think that's it. enough for one. Okay, and uh, then and uh, I struggle give with... you two for struggling with issues from your vicer traumas. Just yeah. because uh, he got yeah. picked up by the guards. Yeah. 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 Specifically because you were being reckless. Right. Now, do I keep the 15 coin I earned gambling? I guess gambling? we'll find that out next time. Next we'll time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, leave it on your sheet for now. That, like, that'll probably be its own scene and we'll play that out. And that'll determine whether you keep that coin or how much of it you keep. Gotcha. 
And, uh, well, you don't have 15, though. You have, what, 7? No, because he got N- No, six, so I have 6 plus 9. Oh, yeah, yeah then you got the 9 more from the blackjack table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 15 coin is what, you know, I was, I've got on, on my sheet. And, um, yeah, so I didn't earn a playbook advancement or anything, so I think uh, I'm good there. All right, let's go to goalie next. You addressed a challenge with stealth or evasion. Yeah, I evaded uh, Larry. Uh, well, sort of. You literally uh, did not. <laughs> I laid I, the first time. The first time. I hit, yeah, the first time. Uh, enough to hear some charges. Uh, you express your beliefs, drives heritage, your background. I, I mean, we talked about being a pirate and trying to help with the boats, although I don't think it really worked out. I don't know if you want that to count or not. Yeah, it'll count for one. I think it counted because we got, we we did really well disguising them. Yeah. And uh, you struggled issues from your vice or trauma as well. I was fulfilling my vice when I ran into Larry in the first place. So that kind of counts. I don't know if that really counts as struggling with your vice, though. I didn't really struggle. No, I didn't really really struggle with Larry. Yeah. I, uh, I handled him pretty well. In fact, too well. At the end of it. Like if All if right. you were still playing Cliff and you know getting into that fight there, I would have given you given that to you. But you know, oh, because I punched a guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if you had been uh, the one at the blackjack table being hauled away, I'd have given you one for that too because of your luxury vice. But that money. Let's go to Milos next. Um, I did track down somebody early. Who'd you track down? I. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Didn't I go and, and track and talk to somebody early and before we set the auction up and stuff? I mean, you went to the uh, Roscoe's Noodle Palace. Roscoe? Briscoe? Yeah. Briscoe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, I threatened Whatever. violence against that guy. Who did you threaten violence against? Um, the old war buddy who was lying to me, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll give you one for that. Definitely believe Strauss heritage background. Just going to take one for that. Not vice or trauma, unless I mean my vice is gambling. You even had gambling, but like I didn't, I I didn't struggle. I mean, like I, I, my struggle was that I didn't gamble. You know, like I could, I should have, but I didn't. I held myself back, so I struggled. If it had come up, (laughs) not like these other jokers. That's that's fair. If it had come up, I'd give it to you. But and Iskra, okay, Uh, you addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. Yes. Uh, I would argue yeah. that I did more than one mayhem during all of that, but uh, uh. I, I I can definitely give you one for the <laughs> for the jackpot. All right, yeah. you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Yes, um, I even made a new friend with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you struggled with issues from your vice or trauma. I don't. So I would have given you that if you had failed that roll, because I was like, that final roll for the yeah, payout, because yeah. I would have been like, oh, yeah, Iskra gets up there and she starts saying that every cell of a boat comes with a free gill upgrade for you. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, but no. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, I think you just get... Just uh, two. The two right. for that. The Godstone and Provision Sheet. We, we we did acquire new clients. Yeah, yeah. I can give you all that. I mean, there are definitely people there above our station. Yeah, I don't think the challenge was really above your station. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like, because if you think about the people y'all, like, interacted with for that, because, like, if one of yeah. y'all had been trying to, you know, juice 
uh, Lord Strangford for more money. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Uh, we definitely uh, bolstered our, our, our reputation as ambitious. Yeah, I think people like those trying would know that, and we definitely expressed the inner, you know, central nature of the crew with one of us running away and one of us getting, you know, <laughs> beaten up, and two of us holding the rest of you on our shoulders. Like a normal day. That does seem to be how this crew rolls. That's for sure. I wouldn't mind juicing Lord Strangford, but I don't think that's the way you meant that. <laughs> I thought we were going to peg. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyone have anything here at the end? No. All right. We'll drive on a parkway and park on a driveway. I'm not answering this. I don't know. It's someone else's turn. <laughs> I, I don't know. Why do you? No, I don't know. It's just one of those things I've always wondered. As has right. every other fourth grader. All right, guys. That was fun. No, that was good. Yeah.